0: You're listening to Pod of Wonder, a podcast that creates a world using random Wikipedia articles and then plays a game in that world. This season, we're making a YA novel about wrestling in space.
1: I've gone back down the magic hole and it's,
2: it's a fucking problem.
0: <laughs>
1: gone back down the magic
2: hole. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I Wonder. <laughs> uh, anyways, games.
2: Games
1: smells like teen nonsense book three finale king me i don't know how i came up with that title but whatever <laughs> i'm going with it um you know that that famous wrestling term king me. yeah exactly I, <laughs> so in her embarrassment checkers was very susceptible to edith's uh suggestion and was uh, instructed to inject a receiver into herself making her a vessel for edith become better checkers no one will laugh now so she is a uh living breathing uh a vessel for edith as uh was once foreshadowed in that tale uh about the girl years ago being a vessel for edith let's see there have been more disappearances while teens were on earth uh we, we discussed it people being disappeared is a known thing doesn't happen often but was usually a last last disciplinary action it usually meant they were shot out the airlock or something um but it's been happening more and more um, nobody talks about it but it's it's noticed and it's all teens. There's no pattern to it. Uh, no one dares ask about it because Edith might hear. And it's very obvious that the Edith is involved. It would be hard to hide being a, a serial killer on Expedition 34. Unless you were Expedition 34. Um, so with that in mind, uh, you all have adventured back to the ship uh noticed these disturbances, uh, and you are at the point, you're at the bitter end, nothing will be normal again, um, but you have to convince the rest of the ship to uh, rebel with you. Three chambers separating you between, uh, sorry, three chambers between you and the uh, broadcast chamber uh, where people can deliver uh, ship-wide announcements. Titbud has the override ship, that acts as a shortcut around Edith and opens the system uh, and it's hidden inside the, the Mont Blanc pen. So you have to get that chip into the access point in the broadcast facility um, because this was a WonderCorp failsafe that they built in years ago uh, to protect against this very sort of thing. So one of the final chapters opens. You are in Chamber One, The Mind of a Teen. You enter what looks to like an old classroom, combining elements of the 1950s through the, the 1990s, uh, including uh, a rolling cart with a 32-inch TV and a VCR. Not one of these, not one of these newfangled flat guys. One of those old chonky televisions that that uh, was requisite in, in elementary schools and high schools. There's one of those speaker boxes over the desk. You can hear it click on and fuzz a little bit, and the combined Edith Checker's voice blares over it. Oh, so you've been to Earth. Did you like it? Such experts you must be now. Just for funsies, I've prepared a little quiz based on some of old Earth's history. Um, so this is a uh, TV show theme uh, quiz. The TV, the TV clicks on, but there's no set, no uh, no actual video. It's just static. There's no other light in the room. It's an eerie glow. And I'm sorry, Danny, for giving you more editing work. All right, first one.
0: Titbud, you're an ex- You're like the expert in Earth culture.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: I know. Uh, yeah. This is Titbud, help.
3: I, yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like I watched that show, but but not a lot of time.
2: Edith, can we get a decade that this song came from?
1: This song came about in the 1960s.
2: Oh, okay. That sounds, that sounds correct. <laughs> okay, cool. No idea. I'll give no one,
1: idea. one final uh, hint. It's not the Adams Family. But the Monsters! The not. Yes, it is the Monsters.
3: Oh.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god, I that loved song. it. I watched that all the time on like Nick at Night. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> so good. I actually saw that before I ever saw like Adam's Family anything. <laughs> I was like, oh wow, weird.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. The next one.
3: Cheers. Is the next one.
1: Correct. <laughs> Name that TV tune in two notes. Yeah, it it is one of the the super identifiable ones. (laughs) Let's see. All right. Number three.
0: Is that Third Rock from the Sun? (laughs) I
3: know
0: Praise be (laughs) unto Lithgow. Our patron, St. John (laughs) Lithgow. Callbacks. Titbug. Wait, no. The the character that my name is, uh, Jack really uh identified with Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character, we'll say
1: Tommy. Yeah, cuz that's the <laughs> the least embarrassing person to identify with in that group. He was on SNL and in the alternate universe. All right, number 4.
4: Pewitch. Yay,
1: correct. And number 5, the final one. Mm, there, there's kind of a weird, angry, electrical hum to the room. Edith is dissatisfied.
2: Is there any chance that it's Star Trek?
1: I think not, not Star Trek, but in the right direction. Okay.
2: Spacey stuff. Oh yeah, what year is this from, Edith?
1: This one is from the 70s.
0: Red dwarf.
1: Battlestar Galactica There we go Wait,
2: it's Battlestar Galactica? Uh, yeah Ah, oh, the OG I
3: never saw the original one uh,
1: The quiz completed uh, Edith a
0: little frustrated Jack says through the, the creepy Jack in the Box masks. We know Earth culture like we grew up there Mostly
1: <laughs> Take that Edith there's a hiss and hum of a magnetic seal unlocking. Um, you guys came in through the back, uh, so the door closer to the front of the, the classroom open, kind of cracks open and light starts to filter through. Oh, you think you're so tough, do you? Well, you might want to see what or who is in the next room. Mm-hmm. Uh, well.
0: <laughs> Whoever it is won't. Stop us from our mission of escaping the machine. It's so, a title drop for you there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: title drop <laughs> at the very end of the book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In the the next room, which I'm just assuming everyone goes through. Uh, yeah,
3: t- 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 yeah. Takes, up, takes up the rear. He's a uh, battle hardened now. <laughs> got some
1: scars from earth man that's rough
3: he's the dark brooding type (sighs) all of a sudden
1: in the next room you see what is uh, hmm. would any of you really have an like know your wrestling history well I take that back everyone would be taught taught, like the history of the expeditions uh, and everything I imagine that's kind of history in the in the program Mm -hmm. um but it's so it's a room you all very clearly recognize as expedition 33 the first space wrestling match that was kind of a trial before expedition 34 when it was kind of a a potentially a longer thing but this was the trial run standing in the center is uh the the founding father of space wrestling the original champ Gilgamesh.
4: Guru-gavish.
1: he definitely does not look well i yeah this is he's over 200 years old it's a i mean it's kind of amazing his body is this wolf preserved, but also kind of frightening to look at because it's it's not a cologne this is not new flush this is this is creepy let's inject as many preservatives as it, into it as we can resurrected zombie flesh this hunk of meat turns around and over the, the loudspeakers ringing through this This stadium that looks ancient to you all, but still slightly sci-fi and uh, cutting edge. um, Older, blockier TV cameras floating around. Edith's voice blares over. Well, perhaps if you are so tough and so formidable as wrestlers, you could take on Gilgamesh and take his belt from him. I'm sure he won't mind if it goes missing. He's dead after all. (laughs) Gilgamesh roars and uh gives a, a two arms out uh come at me bro uh motion.
3: Um, some of you head, heavy hitters. Go at him. Somebody's got to be
0: Yeah, I I can be the uh like, over the past two books, Jack has kind of become the heavy hitter, <laughs> which in, like, this game's terms means, like, I'm Worf. Like, everyone says I'm really strong, <laughs> and so, like, I get my ass kicked to show how high the stakes are. <laughs> that feels right for the narrative. Yeah. Cool. So is this uh, room kind of decorated like a wrestling ring,
1: or is it more like a street fight type? Oh, this is a wrestling ring. This is uh, as if somebody had painfully reproduced the uh, original arena for that for Expedition Thirty Three, um, but also uh, put two hundred years of dust on it. All right.
0: Uh, I'm gonna pass Ghost my hammer and say, "Hold this," <laughs> and <I'll> jump <laughs> up into the ring.
3: Wait. Oui. <laughs> okay. Okay. I see what you're doing. All right.
1: <laughs> Gilgamesh roars and does the "come at me, bro" motion again, as if it's one of four or five pre-programmed actions. <laughs> I'm gonna try and throw out some
0: some trash talk. Uh, what are you gonna, Inky, do, Gilgamesh? I'm gonna. I've tapped out all my Gilgamesh
1: references. Uh,
0: just sort of charge at him then. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright, what skill are you going to use to uh, come at him?
0: I'm, I'm going to try and feel him out, because looks dead, but is still moving, so I'm going to kind of try and like, provoke him into attacking me, and then like kind of get him into a vulnerable position, trying to do some toughness.
1: Okay, cool, and uh, I will counter that with my speed to try to get the fuck out of your way as you're coming at me.
0: Okay. So I'm rolling right. a 2d6. Uh my highest is a 4.
1: Uh I, mine is a 4 as well and because it's escaped the machine the tie goes to the machine uh, the machine. But oh. but uh it's there's no damage or anything that the we'll get to damage and how that would work uh once it once we we get there, but you're more kind of pushed back. He kind of lightly dodges out of the way, but is still kind of caught off guard. Um, but because he kind of, he is now out of the way, he's going to try to just use he's going to use power to just sucker punch you uh, upside the head. He, Gilgamesh fight dirty. Oh no! All right. All right, what are you going to use uh, against that? I know
0: this guy can move pretty fast, so. I'm gonna try and do toughness again, just to take the blow. So I, I don't expect to be able to to avoid it. And, All right. Oh, that's a five.
1: Holy fucking shit! I got two fours, and my power has a plus one, so ah. it has a five as well. It clocks you upside the head, but it doesn't hurt. It just kind of kind of knocks you to the side a little bit. Maybe your ears are ringing, uh, ringing a hair. But my creepy Jack in the Box mask
0: is padding. Against the blow.
3: <laughs> you said he looks like a clone or like a machine?
1: Zombie. He's dead dead, dead flesh. Okay. I mean, if you had to guess, you'd say maybe his insides might have been replaced by some sort of exoskeleton that's remotely controlled by Edith and or Checkers. But that's just, you know, a rough guess.
3: Okay.
4: Have we seen zombies before?
1: um sure at the end of the second book
4: okay I'm trying to decide like how Sanctum reacts to this dude who's like undead clearly <laughs> but I think if we've seen them before I'm just gonna be like you know cheering Jack on you can do it buddy I th-
0: I think this one's on a different level than the others we faced My- you
2: got this bro
0: you wanna you wanna tag in, Sanctum? Uh, Just throw yeah. out my, my hand to tag.
4: Okay. So Sanctum runs <laughs> in and Tag um, it. I guess tries to uh throttle the dude with uh power, I guess. Is that how that works? Yeah. I tag in and like with the same like arm I used to tag, I like try to close line in.
1: That sounds fancy.
4: So how, how right. so I roll two d6?
1: Yeah, is is power one of your known skills? Yes. Okay, yeah, you'd roll two d6 and choose the highest.
4: Okay, so my highest was five.
1: Alright. Ooh, I we used toughness because I thought it would do better. I I rolled a two, added two, got a four, so um, yeah, Gilgamesh is, is clotheslined and down. So he is on the ground. I'm going to say he misses his next attempt to attack in trying to get off the mat.
4: Is hitting him d- while he's down a thing in wrestling? Or is that like a dirty move?
1: I mean, Gilgamesh was <laughs> willing to fight dirty and just tried to cold cock yeah. uh, Jack. So, you're the hero. You're better than that.
4: Yeah, Sanctum's been through some shit. So, I think that Sanctum, like, you know, while he's down is, like, you know, he straddles him and he starts, like, punching him.
2: Can I shout encouragement from the sidelines? Absolutely. Get him! Knock him out! Hold him down! Don't you mess with my buddies! (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Let's see. I'm trying to think how to incorporate the the support role.
2: What if it gives... What if it... Um, I don't know. I've got, I've got a rank in luck.
1: Okay. Yeah. So Morgan roll luck in addition to what Meg is rolling.
2: All right. So I've got four in social, so I would roll two D fours because it's a known skill. And then I would add one to each of those two and take the highest. Yes.
1: And then uh, Meg, roll roll what you were going to as well. Um, we'll say that uh, we'll just choose the highest of all of those all of those rolls.
2: Okay, I'm gonna roll power again. My highest roll was a four. <laughs> I got
4: a five.
1: Ooh, all right. Uh, Gilgamesh rolls a five as well, though. So he he's able to stave off the blows.
2: Gilgamesh more like. Mildew mess, <laughs> crash shocking.
0: <laughs> He's a real Mesopotamia, all right. <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: Is that a fertile crescent or an ugly scar? I don't fucking know. <laughs>
1: that
2: one doesn't land. Nobody, everyone looks at it. <laughs> Ghost and goes just like shrugs, like yeah.
1: <laughs> Keep in mind, you all have also have items you could you could attempt to use. Oh yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, Gilgamesh is going to try to uh, speed. I guess use just raw physical force to to shove uh, to shove Sanctum away. Oh wow, not great. Um, <gasps> Sanctum, uh, roll some sort of, some sort of defense of that.
4: I think I'm going to roll toughness. Highest was five.
1: That is more than what I was able to do. So I so Gilgamesh is able to get up. But then, kind of clumsily trips over <laughs> himself and flops back down on them. He is he is machine parts inside of two hundred year old corpse bits.
3: While he's down, I would like to try to come up uh, behind him mm-hmm. and open up his flesh where I think maybe like the most important parts of his machinery. Would exist.
1: Wow. Okay.
4: Oh my god.
1: Well, yeah, cutting into him and pulling, finding a thing. To pull out would take at least two rolls.
4: Do you want me to tag you
3: in, Tip Bud? Tag? Wait, I'm sorry. I was. Uh, did I need to be tagged in?
1: Oh no! I mean, there, there are no know. rules about tagging in. <laughs> yeah, this is meant to be a dirty fight. Uh, again, you are you are fighting dead muscle. <laughs> it's it's no rules. Just right. The ref's not looking.
3: So I mean, I would prefer then that you stay in there. That everybody just. We just bum rushing.
2: Do it. I can. I want to. I want to try and distract him while he's down <laughs> with my tap dancing. <laughs> Distraction is social plus one.
1: Okay, that's that's fucking great. Um, I'm gonna say he's gonna roll willpower to try to stay focused.
2: Also, I didn't realize that that was like one of those like special social options. So like, I didn't have that like marked as a skill. I know. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah, it's I mean, if you've got it as a s as an item, yeah it, as long as you're using the item, it's
2: okay, cool, perfect,
1: yeah, again, this is a this is the first time anyone is actually playing with these rules, so mm-hmm. it's kind of a lot of I don't know the answer, let's see what works
2: cool, perfect, that makes sense too, it's like not something that I could do like with the double dice like outside of having the shoes on, but exactly, my highest was a five.
1: All right, um, and I got a two. So uh, Gilgamesh, very distracted by the, the tap shoes. The noise uh, is reverberating in his metal skull in a way that he does not like. Tap, tap,
2: tap, 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 tap. I, I was trying to <laughs> sing it, but.
1: <laughs> so while he's distracted, is anyone going to try anything?
3: Oh, yeah, I, I want to try to cut open his flesh and to whatever... To control panel he's got in there,
1: so that'll be uh two different skills I'm so one sort of more physical based and one more uh mental based to try to figure out where the thing is okay which skills again it doesn't have to be one you that's known if it's not a known skill you just have to roll one die for it instead
3: can I use intelligence to see if I know where the right place to cut is yeah okay.
1: So we'll, we'll roll the physical part of it first where you're trying to cut him open.
3: So if the physical, it doesn't matter. It's just going to be, I only have a four anyway.
1: Okay. I'm guessing you're using power.
3: You know what? Why not? What I would use slate of hand. Just... That's
1: what I was about to say. Like, yeah, that sounds actually better for.
3: Yeah, but it, I mean, it doesn't mechanically have any difference. Yeah, uh, Three. <laughs> Ooh.
1: Uh, that is a four. So that doesn't necessarily go your way, but let's still roll for the second part of this.
3: Right. Yeah. I want to see if I can figure out where it is, I can try again or direct someone else to try. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh, six, seven.
1: What What did you get? Seven. Wow. Okay. So, uh, yeah, this, so he, he got a one. You get, uh, what were you using to kind of cut him open?
3: Oh, how much, uh, all I have on me is the pen, right? But I.
1: Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> so perfect. So you managed to get the pen in him. It doesn't cut down the way you thought it would and instead just kind of makes him angry uh but i'll say because that intelligence role was was so high it kind of works out more like like a luck thing like you knew kind of where to go uh to get at him so this is i'm gonna say is the end of it uh because uh the ink from that pen seeps down and hits the sweet spot sure it's dead flesh but and the machine can handle that but uh ink from a vintage ballpoint pen not ballpoint pen uh, you know find fancy writing instrument it wasn't prepared for the
4: fountain pen
1: yeah fountain pen that's the right term thank you thank you very much uh, yes the fountain pen ink not not right for his system and he starts convulsing and even though not much was in the pen he starts spitting up black almost as if the special effects department uh, was more gung-ho than the, the, uh, the story allowed <laughs> So he just starts gushing black liquid out of his mouth and falls over. Pen's still in his back. I mean, you can pull that back out. You kind of need to, but... uh...
3: I take the cotton pen back, spin it, and uh, put it into my uh, pocket, like you do with a pistol. Uh,
1: I'm going to be a a bad hinting DM here and just kind of indicate that there is a, a big shiny wrestling belt sitting right there.
2: I wonder what it could be.
1: Is any, anyone going to take it?
2: I mean, can we look at it? We can investigate it first?
1: Sure. Uh, roll intelligence.
2: Oh, I know that skill. Uh, oh, okay. So I get a five. Um, I got a six.
1: Yeah, you know that that is the uh, the original, uh, in an immaculate condition, the first champion's belt, which provides plus two to toughness.
2: Oh, damn. This is the first champion's belt. It gives you... <laughs> extra toughness.
1: Uh
0: Are you okay, ghost? That seemed like a very strange statement. What?
2: Yeah, I'm fine. What's up? I know a lot of stuff. Don't make fun of how I <laughs> rattle off random facts.
0: You're on a different level, ghost.
2: <laughs> I'm on cool levels. <laughs> that is why I don't have a, a D6 in social.
4: You know, Tipa... Uh- basically took this guy out so but, would everybody agree with me that Titbud uh, deserves the belt
0: yeah Titbud's the champion yeah beat the champ be the champ <laughs>
4: <Those> <laughs> the rules
3: but would it be a waste i only have a, a four dice in physical would it be a waste to use it on me no
0: no we need you to be to be the the toughest if you're gonna you you're the only one who can beat Edith. yeah you're the real protagonist of this story, Ted <laughs> yeah,
4: I mean we're all gonna beat Edith but... that's why you're the real protagonist of the story
1: <laughs> we're all gonna get through this together that's that's some that's some plucky teen spirit with the power of friendship ding with the power of friendship, you all defeated Chamber Two, the body of a teen, um <laughs> even though it really wasn't, it was the body of a two hundred year old I guess guy who died maybe in his mid thirties. I was a little drunk when I was naming these things. Leave me alone. <laughs> so onward and up. Another door cracks open at the far side. And uh, inside, as I imagine you all go through, is a 1990s high school cafeteria. kind of see, right before all these high school like, – <laughs> right before all high schools renovated, it's – you know, it was built 20 years ago. There's still wood paneling and carpet in places – I don't know if you all had this, but one of those schools that was built as an open concept. And by the time you got there, it was just like makeshift walls around classes. Oh, wow. Did did none of y'all have that?
2: No, no I, I went to Catholic oh. high school. It was an <laughs>
1: totally
2: open concept. Why would they give us any freedom?
1: <laughs> There's only one concept, and it's not open. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: but like i guess in the 70s there was just a ton of schools that went up and it was in vogue where the schools were open concept and you know everyone can see each other and really it really was just distracting as fuck and i honestly think it was a scam for people to just pocket some money off the top like fuck we don't have to spend money on walls that's uh, an extra couple grand in our pockets
2: it's like how open concept offices are
1: but with a 70s twist is
2: that that why like um tons of Teen movies that are like shot in California or whatever—is that why they all have like these like totally open concept like high schools where it's like they go? Some of them have lockers outside. I uh went to elementary school
4: in California, and I don't know if we had lockers inside, but like we totally didn't have halls. Like you went outside to go from one classroom to the next. If if you had to go to another classroom, oh my god. We also didn't have a gym. No, it was not we did we had a gym. We didn't have an auditorium. Huh. So like all of our like <laughs> assemblies happened in the gym. We would like go in and sit on the floor.
0: So somebody really got rich not building that school. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. It was really weird because like that's what I was used to. And then we moved to Virginia where like the school was a building. <laughs> <laughs> <Wild thought. laughs>
1: uh, anyway, uh
0: tables with chairs built into them.
1: Yes, this is a you know what I'll, I'll take it back. This is a full-on cafetorium. There is a stage up at the front. Uh that and again one of those rolling uh TV stands. Uh but this time there is the uh kind of Max Headroom style face of Checkers, uh that is possessed by Edith. It's very glitchy and in, in in this room, you see four tables. They're the, cer- the circle tables. Uh, sitting at each, each one, there is uh, there are two people. Each of them displaying the femme and masculine uh, variations of a different high school stereotype, and one empty seat. Oh, uh, you you have the very clearly and stereotyped goths, jocks, stoners, and nerds. And it is up to to uh, each of you to with your uh, knowledge of earth history, uh, gain the trust of these people at, at, at your table. So find where you would fit in and try to convince these people you belong.
2: Ghost makes a beeline to the stoner table.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This has been Pod of Wonder. You can find us on Twitter at Pod of Wonder. And you can email us at Wonder at gmail.com. I'm Danny. You can find me on Twitter at DannyPlaysRPGs. And you can find the games I make at DannyMakesRPGs.itch.io.
2: I'm Morgan. You can find me on Twitter at OwlBurning and on Instagram at MorganTheFay.
3: I'm Maria, and you could follow me on social media, but you wouldn't see any posts.
1: And I'm Eddie. You can find me on Instagram at monstersbyed, and you can find the games I make at strangebuttruegames. Look for the flying butt logo. Our
0: opening theme is "Opening" by Komiku. Our closing theme is "Calm the Fuck Down" by Broke for Free.